Hi, what up, what up? Hello, this is Hakey. Uh, episode number 12, starting off uh, Thursday night in Cleveland, Ohio. Hooray! Welcome, welcome. And uh, we got a lucky show tonight. I've uh, been trying to get this guy on the show for a little bit over a year now. And finally, finally got his pretty face here. And uh, before we introduce the guests, I uh, want to say a big thanks to everybody that's listened to episode 11 on love and curiosity. And uh, we're, we're going to do a follow-up show to that. And we're going to get into that with the guest here shortly in terms of how that second part do opens up and kind of unfolds. But uh, again, episode 11, love and curiosity. We talk about the online dating culture and how love and curiosity kind of go hand in hand for those type of profound relationships that we're all striving for. So check it out. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and all your favorite fucking podcast places. So check it out. Subscribe. Do whatever you need to do. Follow. Um, staycurious.org is the website, and you'll have all that fun contact information where to get the rest of the, the show information, show notes, etc., and again, big up to Mr. Gnome. Again, Sam and Nicole, what up? Thank you for your 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 blessing to to use your music and your creativity for this little creative project of mine. Um, that last song was called How to Talk in Technicolor, and that's off their latest album. You know what? I don't fucking know. It's a, it's off their latest double LP. It's awesome. It's awesome. We'll put that in the show notes, and uh, uh, it'll be easy access for you to to click away and find and uh, jam out to, kind of get weird with. Enjoy it, ladies and gentlemen. Um, we'll go at the. Uh, we'll give some updates uh, at the end of the show regarding uh, the status of the project and all that good stuff. Um, but we'll save that to the end, and I'll mush mouth through that as quickly as possible. But without further ado, uh, longtime friend, good good buddy. Love the guy, Chris Swanson. What's up, buddy? Hey, thank you for having me. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for that introduction. You didn't mush mouth your way to it, but uh, great shout out to the spot. Well, not the sponsor, but the music provider. Provider, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah I know. Great, great. Yeah. So, have you real quick? Have you ever met Mr. Known or seen them? My only interaction with them has been through through this through you. So I've um, never heard them other than this. But I like what I hear. Yeah, so. Cle- Cleveland based band. So I'll have to check them out sometime if we ever get to go to concerts again. Exactly. How's the end of the world treating you? <laughs> it's uh, it's it's going. It's, it's going. going. It's going. I'm 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 keeping it as sane as possible. Considering this helps. This helps. This this podcast helps a lot. Absolutely, it gives you an outlet to talk to. Otherwise, you're like me and you're just screaming at house plants all day with no way to vent. Exactly. Exactly. But going back to Mr. Noam, um, you know, if you do get a chance and we do get that chance, um, dude, they fucking make a lot of noise for two people. So it's a married couple. Yeah. So I met them in Kent. Like before, oh, they were, before, so. before they were in rockers, they were just like boyfriend and girlfriend, high school sweethearts and ended up falling in love in high school, made it through. And, you know, in Kent, they were just very creative outside the box thinkers. Um, and you know, they got married. I actually went to their, I went to their, uh, wedding, wedding and, uh, technical term. Yeah. Technical term. And uh funny story. I ended up, uh, I forget what, it, where they got married, but at the end of the night, uh, I was pantless swimming in, a, <laughs> swimming in a lake. And somehow we, there was a group of us in the water and, uh, 
I had I got out of the water and going to collect my pants and my my belongings, my suit, and th- it had been cleaned up. <laughs> so I end up walking up to I think it was Nicole's mother and like asking him like I'm in my boxers soaking wet and I'm like have have you seen my clothes and so they found the clothes they found my suit got me dressed my date and I kind of got dressed and embarrassed as all hell waiting to go home and I go to go get my my car key and I only had a single key in my pocket and it had dropped out at some point in time so my car is locked (laughs) and so I had to call my mother (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> at the time I was like 26, 27, you know, and it was like, I don't know if I had the dreadlocks then or not, but like, it was like, mom, um, I'm about an hour and a half away. Can you come pick me up <laughs> or bring your spare key? And so anyways, long story short, uh, that was like at their wedding. But again, they're, they're, they're lovely people. Uh, they formed Mr. Gnome, I think right around then or after then. And, uh, you know, they've, they've been rocking out ever since they're, they got some fun stuff coming along. So we will, uh, be excited to see what happens and when they get on the road we'll go we'll be their roadies great i've always wanted to be a roadie that's yeah. kind of one of my goals in life yeah, right yeah well, that'd be cool it sounds like a good time kind of you're the bitch of the the band you know like pick that up move the yeah. speaker and that kind of nonsense i go ahead oh as you say you know i've just helped out a couple of musician friends doug oh yes. would get him on this show yes, yeah. doug if you're listening oh yeah oh and that seductive voice that'd be way better yeah. than this prepubescent nonsense that i can hear in the feedback of the the headphones but yeah. yeah no get that man on here do you think you'd bring his guitar fuck yeah doug if you're listening we're gonna send this Sorry. to you do i need to censor myself i no. okay i don't no. I mean, we want to keep it chill child friendly i'll i'll try okay. no but we can put the little explicit uh notification for perfect, kids, perfect. So. yeah no douglas get on here you know, make that beautiful music. You can show it off to the world. They have a whole new audience. Yeah. I, my mom said that uh, Doug would, would be a great one to have on because I've, I know Doug, but I haven't I haven't connected with him. Where is he? Is he in the area? Yeah, he's in Cleveland Heights. Him okay. and his, his wife bought a house right before uh, the world began to end. And okay. uh, no, they um, they got a great new house and, you know, living the life. Actually, it's funny that you point that out. I haven't talked to him in probably a damn near a year at this point. Really? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, good but, friend. <laughs> well it's probably more of his machinations than mine you know like fuck it the world's ending don't have to talk to swanson yeah. anymore yeah <laughs> can't fault him for that so wait is that why i'm no one's talking to me now this is why I, i'm yeah, stuck making a podcast <laughs> forcing it on you i didn't want to come on the show and admit that to you but you know, here we are no, radical honesty is the best way to go so here we go it's uh 2021 how is your 2021 so far it's been a it's been a good year i guess um Nothing, nothing too out of the ordinary. Uh, you know, today's been a bit bizarre, but that's just the nature of the beast. Uh, yeah, tell me about that. T- tell the listeners how your day started. Well, um, it was a sad note. Uh, I live in a duplex, and uh, the dog downstairs unfortunately died. Uh, I heard, you know, just having a, a casual lunch by myself because that's what happens when the world shuts down. Yeah, everyone's working from home, so mm-hmm. you're in your pajamas. You yeah. never get out. You like you never get out of here. You you wake up, uh, you fuck around all day. You fuck around all day, um, in the same same pair of clothes. Then you take a shower. You go to bed. You wake up and you repeat. That's been my uh, process for the last year. And about uh, one o'clock or so, I hear this screaming erupt from downstairs, uh, like panicked screaming. Get closer. You got to be like right up. Oh, there. so yeah. I hear this screaming. And I go running outstairs in my pajamas, uh, 
barefoot and I think it's like 20 degrees or so outside in, in Cleveland now and this girl is on the stoop crying and so I ask uh, are you okay what happened like I'm 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 worried and all I get out of her is that Emmett's dead and I know Emmett is their dog and so I'm like did he choke like was what happened I thought he'd been there turns out he'd been sick and really that's along the shore of this really tragic boring story but um yeah so that was my thursday and and now we've had a couple beers and here we are yeah that's quite the thursday yeah not not your standard thursday yeah not a not a great one well i mean this is nice but um you know i feel bad for the dog um well condolences to your neighbor yeah and and whoever lost their pet and anyone else that lost their pet today sorry sorry guys um, so, so what else? 2021 is off to a good start. I know we connected. You were here when I moved here last year. You were my gracious first weekend in Cleveland, uh, tour guide, if you will. We still joke about that at work because that was my birthday weekend and we went out on three day bender, Friday, yes. Saturday, Sunday. That was intense. Peanut butter, whiskey, awfulness. Screwballs. Screwball. Uh, so <laughs> shout out. Shout out to our sponsor, Screwball. Yeah, in, in informal, unformal Screwball. Uh, and to be honest with you, I don't think I've really had it since then. Uh, maybe a handful of occasions because that was so awful. And actually, just Friday night, I had uh, drinks with some colleagues. It was a virtual drinks, of course, because that's how everything occurs nowadays. And it was a, a virtual wine tasting, which was a lot of fun. Highly recommend it. Uh, shout out to Flight Cleveland, I think it's called. But um, had more time putting the thing on mute. And just people watching through the uh, the Zoom call. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, that's something I think that's been taken away from us entirely. Like, you can't go people watching anymore. You can't just go to the bar or go to a cafe with a coffee and just see all the wackos that interact in society around us at all the time. Yeah. So it was fun watching the Zoom call. And somehow, and amongst all of that, it came out that um, with my birthday coming up shortly, I mean, this is almost... A, a year, year ago to the, yeah. today, almost. We have like almost 10 days. Yeah. Well, who's counting down? <laughs> it's, yeah. a, it's on my calendar. <laughs> and uh, my colleague had made uh, a, this amazing chocolate cake with peanut butter frosting for me on my birthday. And I, I had to run to the bathroom and vomit because I had drink peanut butter whiskey all weekend. And just the smell alone of peanut butter was disgusting. Was enough to, to just upset everything inside of me. Yeah. I remember that because uh, it was it was my first weekend here, thinking I'm just gonna have a nice, nice weekend in my empty ass apartment watching watching Cleveland, and it was like you know I don't I don't remember that I know I spent a lot of money and bounced around Cleveland, and uh, that was about it. Met some interesting people. Yeah, uh, killed a couple brain cells, and you know. Yeah, and I never had many of that to begin with, so that was already uh, bite enough more than I could chew. So yeah. welcome back to the Cleveland Hickey and just. <laughs> Right, right off the rip. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So let me let me go back. Let's let's recap on 2020. You know, we all have been there, done that. It's quarantine, getting Zoom fatigue. Yeah. You know, we're all at home working in our pajamas. Uh, those who are fortunate have have work. You know, but let me let me ask you this before we kind of go AWOL or whatever. You know, you're college educated. You've gone through college, educated yourself. You know, high school, etc. Um, you know, last year was detrimental to everybody, but was, how did you get through 2020 and even coming up to now? Cause I remember when we first started talking, you were like, you weren't really buying this pandemic and the masks and you kind of had a different take on it, but now you're masked up all the time. You're kind of, you know, kind of, you've seen it, you've seen it firsthand. You know, how have you personally overcome this, this 
quarantine life and kind of motivated yourself to to kind of keep going and stay optimistic, whether whether learning something new or for work? Like, how do how do you keep this? Because you're a positive, dude, for the most part. You might be cynical. But oh, okay, I'm gonna stop you right there because you're falsely representing me on every point that you've made. That no, you're positive. Like, I'm, what, I'm you're not. Positive. A, I am not a positive person, we, and we know this. <laughs> <laughs> I will I will bitch about but they anything. Don't know that. They don't know that. They don't need. They don't know me. So like, why lie? Not yet. Um, and I not I I don't th- believe I ever once said I don't believe in this pandemic nonsense. Well, I, okay. Moving forward, how did you st- how did you stay? Yeah, through? I just want to be on. I just want to be on the fucking record because this is being recorded. I, uh, I that that is not me. I'm not a pandemic denier or whatever. Whatever these fucking cooks no, you, are. You, you had you had some some choice words for the masks. But anyways, moving forward. I think the implementation is like, why does it matter if I wear a mask from the three feet from the front door to the bar stool? Like put it on and then sit at the bar stool for half an hour. I agree. That kind of shit is, is, it doesn't make any sense. It's bananas. I mean, the sentiment, I absolutely uh, appreciate. Something like, I saw a mathematician break it down. Masks, if by two people wearing a mask, it's not, it doesn't cut 50% of the transmission. It's 75% of the transmission because it's 100%, well... Not a hundred percent because it, it it's not you're still breathing, but it's blocking out and it's blocking in on both parties and it, it was like somehow statistics worked into it. I'm not a mathematician. I'm not even going to try and talk to that. But yeah, no, I I I I value that uh, we should be wearing masks. It's just the society. It's just where our society is at this point. You see mm-hmm. these photos from the Spanish flu a uh, hundred years ago, and these black and white photos, people are wearing masks then too. Mm-hmm. And you know why it's called the Spanish flu? No, because uh, the Spanish flu, oh, sorry, because the news only reported of the flu in Spain because it was during that anarchy period be- before World War One. before World War One, um, the the press had free reign to report there because no one really gave a shit. It was it was complete pandemonium. Um, it was the Spanish Civil War. It's a fascinating piece of history. Whereas it was worldwide. It was global. It like when it has the name, the connotation, the Spanish flu, you think it's over there. Whereas it was affecting everyone all over the place. It killed hundreds of, I think it was hundreds of millions. I could be very well wrong on that. It was millions, yeah. maybe. Um, but it was... Let's it, Google that. Keep talking. Okay. Well, I mean, it was a traumatic, um, like Black Plague-esque kind of slaughter of people. But the reason why it's called the Spanish flu was because the uh, no one was shutting down the reporting of it. So it's pretty interesting. Interesting. Okay. Oh, keep going. Uh, seven, 17 to 100 million is the estimated deaths. Right, right. That's that's a wide scale, is don't you think? Well, seventeen to a hundred million. And how many has COVID killed? I think it's a million. I think I just heard on NPR that it was a million people. It's hit, or maybe that was just a merit. Well, what's yeah. in in America? It's like in America, it's two hundred thousand. But it's no, that are just keep talking. Words coming out of our mouths. Right. Uh, yeah. No. It, United States has about twenty five million cases as of right now, but I can't find deaths. I had it. Did you have two point co- one? Two point one deaths. Two point one million. Two point one deaths. Yeah, that's what it says right now. Two po- that's one in a. It's well, how many people in America? Three fifty. Three hundred. Yeah, three hundred fifty million ish ballpark. And two point one million have died of COVID. Uh, I, I'm unless I quick quick little barometer check here. Um, Maybe. Two point, uh, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Then sorry. Affected. Four hundred, just under half a million for deaths, according to uh, the CDC. Okay. So, nonetheless, it's it's bizarre, isn't it? 
Oh, yeah. No, and you can appreciate that uh, with all the measures that are being instituted, you know, the curfews and having to wear a mask, all that is, well, not all, but what the, the goal of that is to flatten the amount of initial cases all at one time. They don't want to overwhelm the medical uh, facilities. For a hot second, I was talking to a surgeon, and she was just breaking it down for me. It was really eye-opening. Mean I, dating a surgeon. Undo, I fucked that one up. I, like, I had two temps at it, too. I, she was perfect. That's part, part, That's the back half but, of this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, she was a thoracic surgeon. Um, no, yeah. Caitlin, if you're out there and you're listening to this, I'll take you back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't even know how I got on in the Spanish. So, you, yeah, so you were saying this, uh, this, the surgeon you were talking to was like giving you some insight on, mm. on, the, on the pandemic. One itself. of the things that she has said that stuck with me, um, and so I have, I've had COVID. Have you had it? I did. I did. I had it like when it first came out before it was like COVID. So when I was traveling last year, yeah, right. When I was traveling uh, 2019 from San Diego to here, uh, New Orleans, and just kind of bouncing around last year in November to December, I got sick. I flew back to San Diego on Christmas Day sick as earth and shit i was like something's wrong and i had it for three weeks and i ended up going to you know hospital urgent care and they did the tests you know tickled my nose with that little swab or you tickled your brain with that little swab that brain they get deep in there yeah and they they came back they're like look you have flu-like symptoms but we this isn't like your standard flu they gave me tamiflu said go home and dude i i had all the symptoms lost my taste lethargic just dog shit uh ultimately got better you know, but then this was that transition I was making from San Diego to moved here in February. Your patient zero, you brought it here. I you did. brought it from no. the West Coast. It came it originated in fucking Wuhan, China. You brought and it somehow got to the West Coast of America. You brought it to the Midwest and ergo, you you're fucked welcome. the whole world. All you're, right. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Especially when I was sleeping on the couch for four days straight because yeah. this it's it's not a joke. No, no, I had it in January, so I was good when I was I was healthy. I was healthy. Oh, you were symptomless. Yeah. yeah, symptomless. Yeah. yeah, great. But anyways, so you're saying about your 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 surgeon friend? Oh, um, yeah. No, she was saying, she was pointing out that, or pointed out, I should say, in the past tense, that uh, they were finding a lot of people who had COVID were having lung issues. Where I, I wish I could remember. <laughs> They're all, all right. This is probably why we're not talking anymore. I wasn't paying enough attention, but it was something along the lines of there's some internal scarring. That's occurring with people's lungs, and um, I'm a fair. I'm I run a fair bit. Uh, mm-hmm. That's kind of my thing. So I'm just a clumsy bastard. I can't play sports, so I I jog, and uh, I so I got COVID uh, very beginning of November. They it's seventy degree weekend we had in November, and um, and that's how I I can like pinpoint all these memories. And since then, I have done very little running. So shame on me for that. But when I have gone, I'm starting to get back into it. My lungs have been bothering me, and I'm not a smoker, so I want to uh, put, not blame myself and say, like, oh, I've just been fat and lazy, I've been running. But I could feel it just this achiness in my lungs, and I don't know if it's psychosomatic from what she said about the lungs being affected by COVID, mm-hmm. or if it's just, you know, not using them, whatever, like not being used to running, that kind of, th- kind of a thing. But uh, I don't know. I, we don't know what the knock-on effects of this is. Like, okay, so we have the vaccines that are being released. Is that going to just simply stop the transmission of it? Like, I don't, I don't want to take over your whole podcast about conjecture about what the fuck's going to happen with the pandemic. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll 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 segue out to something else. But uh, you know, what I did read today, 
Uh, and again, this is a part with the, the I, I love the tech technology that's here and the information. And, you know, maybe we can talk about this next. Like there's a difference between an information society and a knowledge based society. And right now we're just information based. Like everybody has data, raw data, and they're fucking spitting it out versus having data that's being used like appropriately. Um, but with that said, I, I, I again, you know, without kind of going down that rabbit hole, I read the day that like the COVID cases have fallen 35 percent since this new administration has taken taken like seat really so like now in a week again they're like covid cases are down 30 35 percent since well and then not to go down that rabbit hole of politics and all that fucking garbage but i had a friend who i just found out is a trumper wouldn't have wouldn't have suspected that um is that she's like well do you think the world's gonna end or not how did she worry it was something like uh so do you think that the the economy is gonna blow up now like well, why? Because the fucking there's a new president. That's yeah. that's not how this fucking works. No, no, no. That that's the uh, that's the arrogance of uh, the masses, I guess, or the uninformed. I think I don't know. I don't know. I just I, I don't understand that. Whole did you get in? Uh, did you get into the the political thing uh, this last this last go around? And what was your take on it? I mean, oh, it's just headache inducing. Like yeah. it just it makes me shame ashamed to be an American. Oh, okay. Um, so I work with a lot of Indians, and. Um, that's right. You were supposed to go over there. Yeah. Oh, that's the biggest thing that happened to COVID. So again, like not to bitch, like, what was me? Like, you know, like you pointed out, like, thankfully I do have a job and you know, an economy and I can continue to support myself and all that fun shit and, and yeah, and just be me. Um, but at the same time, I lost out on a huge fucking opportunity for me, a huge opportunity where I was going to be sent over to India for six months. That's awesome. And so ever since then I've been in, uh, tailspin, not a tailspin, but like, you know, I just, I don't know what to do with myself. I mm-hmm. feel like I blinked a year ago. You showed up, a pandemic started and like, here we are again. I show up with a bottle of screwball. <laughs> 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 I can't blame you entirely for the pandemic, but I, oh shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I, uh, I, I, it is disappointing and I, and uh, I don't want to put all my personal baggage on your social media. But I don't know. I don't know what I'm. Uh, so how did how did that? I mean, that's a big that, that that goes back to my original question. Is like, you know, when we we reconnected. I mean, we've had our fair share. We had Vegas uh, with Seabert, my brother, for his bachelor party. Yeah, we did. That was uh, another another show. Uh, and San Diego. <laughs> yeah, and then San Diego with Quail. Hey, I'm not ready to put that story out. I'm, no, no, I'm, uh, not stay at curious all. just yet. But uh, you know, go back to the you know the last year when we connected. You know, you were slated to go. You were excited. Um, I think everybody was obviously, and then this pandemic. Yeah, to get know, rid of me. Yeah. yeah, they're like, it's like now what? So how did you, you know, you you talk about that, and 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 I, I will say, simplify it is, you are we're going through or are going through despondency. Like what the fuck? Like and it, this was like a blanket, a tsunami of despondency that happened with this pandemic, and mm. it wasn't like short lived. It wasn't like a a weekend thing. It was it's it's still here. How did you personally kind of stay motivated to kind of? keep going and i mean and and kind of like you are learning you are you are kind of a, a nerd type dot kind of guy you always have interesting points of topic to talk about but how how have you adapted how have you kind of dug deep into yourself and and, and how has this kind of uh forced self-inquiry kind of impacted you well that's just my personality type i'm an introvert by nature um made the joke to my old man he loves repeating this to me that 
I don't remember what the context was, but it was something like I've been training for this my whole life where I'm locked in my apartment. I don't talk to anyone. <laughs> you love he, Howard he, Hughes. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Like, yeah, I'm not pissing in a mason jar. And, Yet. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I mean, that's just my personality type. Like, I like being alone. I like that um, my whole gym in life operates out of my little tiny one bedroom apartment. Like I have the gymnast ring, so I work out on those and I'm self-sufficient. I go to the supermarket once every two weeks just because I, I culinarily, I'm not that adventurous. Uh, so yeah, ladies, I'm really painting myself as a really bright light. <laughs> he here. is a gem. Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Sup- super attractive, super cute. He, he is. He has no, his fuck eyes. That. So. I'm, a, I'm approaching middle age. Like oh, uh, these, on, ba- these baby blues are going to start dimming and then the beer guts happening and that hair is going to fall out. It's, yeah, well, you'll be like me sooner than later. <laughs> Jovial and a treat. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I actually have that. That uh, I'm similar. Where I feel like the last two years before the pandemic, I was kind of living a quarantine life, like mm. introvert. Like I can go be extroverted at times. I like socializing, but I can't do it every day. You know. Uh, but when I got here, it was. You know, I'm I'm asking you because I didn't have my my truck was still in San Diego. I'm asking, oh, yeah. you, can, can you take me to the grocery store? Oh Chris? yeah. But um, you know, I'm the same way, dude. I have a, the fucking culinary skills of like an unsupervised eight-year-old where like i can't even cook shit like i fucked up browning turkey my first time where it was legitimately trying to scrape turkey off the plastic container and like it slipped and flopped into the fucking sizzling pan with the plastic on and so now i have the plastic side of this pound of turkey sizzling melting splattering oil everywhere and i'm trying to like like not have this like make a mess everywhere i have other pots and pans and like I, it, was, it was a fucking mess and so I, now i just like eat like hummus and chips you know it's like and snickers bars you know or, or whatever like i can eat it's well balanced yeah whatever, yeah whatever i could eat without like having to fucking cook anything my biggest thing is like cleanliness like i hate doing dishes and it's depressing cooking for one well, person you have a dishwasher I don't, even, I don't even have that much in my little shitty apartment yeah I have a good friend, uh, Andrew. If you're listening, I miss you, buddy. But uh, I love this dude. He's like he's a, a cultural scientist. He's he's one of the most brainiest people I've ever met, and he's like I I, I wish he and I joke uh, about life and whatnot. All of our friends are like married, kids, and like he and I are kind of single and dating, et cetera. But like he, I I went back to San Diego a couple weeks ago. And God, God bless the dude. He has a, like a more simpler life than I do. Uh, his his cabinet of curiosities though are amazing, um, but he has no silverware. He has like one plastic fork and like a bowl. The fuck is he with his hands? He just he gets like takeout and just oh, throws it away. Oh, see, I I have not sunk awesome. down to that level. You know, at but least it's, I, it was so cool. It, I mean, I for him it works. It, you know, I guess. This, this, this is a guy that I love to death. I, I met him as soon as I out there, when I got out there. Um, I've known him for a decade plus, twelve years. Uh, he, he had a. He's like, did you see the fridge? Did you see the refre- uh, the freezer yet? And I was like, I did, but there was like a plastic bag in there, and I opened it up. Like I went and checked. Like after he told me about this, there's and a it, head. It was a pig jaw, like it was a boar's jaw, like in a plastic bag, and that was it. There was no ice, no nothing. It was just a Ziploc bag with a pig jaw in his. In his room, in his fridge, freezer. What was he doing with that? How I, did he? How did he he's get just, it? He's just an eclectic, uh, eclectic genius, dude. I mean, he he what? He, he works for he, dude. His he do he does some really interesting stuff. Works for a nonprofit out there. 
um, and he kind of does like these focus groups for underage or not underage, um, underprivileged kind of minority kids and works for the government, does big grant tr- contract. Like I said, cultural scientist, that's his official title, cultural scientist director, I think. How did he get that title? I don't know. And then, know. He, and then he just keeps but, animal jaws in his fridge. Yeah. Yeah, and he, like like I said, his cabinet of curiosities is just amazing. His bookshelf, he has one of the most like killer libraries ever. You know, he's he's just he's he's a gem. You know, he's one of these other guys that's completely living on his terms. You know, he's very sociable, very kind of easy to talk to. You know, six foot six, six foot eight, just big. He wasn't originally um, the NBA. No, no, he was originally uh, the bass player for Chimera, which is uh, was a, uh, I think a Cleveland based like. Uh, metal band that was like you know 10 15 20 years ago or whatever uh, i don't yeah, recognize but, the name yeah anyways um ae if you're listening i miss you buddy but anyway where where were we going about the uh we're on the pandemic for a hot second i'm not sure where we got into pig jaws and yeah pig jaws uh, and cooking and culinary foods Anyways, I, I was asking you about you your 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 ability to kind of focus and stay kind of stay positive, stay kind of keep your head above I'm water. Not a at positive least. person. Stay stay ab- stay ahead. You're not yeah, like a, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. How, no. how, what was the biggest tools that you use or mi- mind frames or mantras? Oh, uh, you're gonna leave me hanging on that one. Well, uh, you, it's just getting up in the morning and doing shit. Is is uh, dramatic as that is to say. Uh, I don't have any, I'm not the very planned out type, uh, I think is evident by my appearance. Um, I, I just kind of wing it and that's how things go and that's how we end up on podcasts just talking about fucking nothing at all. Yeah. But what do you think so far? This is your first one, I would assume. Well, this is, yeah, this is my virginity. What what do you think? I'm having a great time. I like talking. Uh, I'm very narcissistic. So yeah, talking about myself is great. (laughs) So let's, let's, oh, do you have a second? Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, if you wanted to go down the rabbit path, the rabbit hole of talking about dating, but I don't think you want to, that was a tease for your, the Valentine's show. That was where I was going, like literally. Oh, how the fuck did we get on the same wavelength there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, where was I going with it? I don't know. Oh, oh, no, narcissism, narcissism. Uh, uh, One of the dating apps, imagine with a girl. You know, you're exchanging, you're exchanging messages and all that stuff. Um, and somehow I made the comment that I was narcissistic. And she's like, are you, gonna, are you really going to tell me that? Are you sure? I was like, yeah, uh, everyone is to an extent. And, I, and it was like a late at night kind of conversation. So I go wake up the next morning and she had unfollowed me. To this day, I'm convinced she doesn't know what narcissism means. There's a lot of people that... It just means you love yourself. Like yeah. what? What is the big to mystery? A to a degree, I mean, it, it can't be toxic. I mean, oh yeah, anything to a degree can be toxic. Yeah, I'm talking broad terms here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so go piggybacking and kind of like swinging, keeping that swinging, like the love and the curiosity dating follow up show. You know, that was that that episode eleven that just came out. <clears throat> um, you know, kind of got some interesting feedback. So I kind of touched on a nerve. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I am not a expert or therapist by any means. Uh, you know, I took a, uh, three different articles that I kind of found, stumbled upon and mashed them all up, sprinkled a little bit of hakeum and, and kind of recorded it. But, uh, there was some interesting feedback there and it got me thinking, you know, doing a follow-up show and, uh, you know, what are your thoughts? How do, how do I do that? How do I, what, what are the questions do I ask? Do I give people a two week lead time to submit their dating stories with love and curiosity or do i frame like how talk to me how, how do we do that well first i wouldn't bury it in the middle amongst of all this nonsense because like who knows if it's, anyone's gonna be listening to this point 
but I would make like its own individual um, post on the site. Yeah, and absolutely. Just, and just you know call attention to it that way. And uh, well, and shame on me. I haven't heard the podcast that you're talking about. Last one I heard was Al talking about sh- uh, sailing across the world, which is a great one to, if anyone wants to go back to to revisit. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I think exactly that. Um, if if it resonated with people. Uh, to ask them to chime in with their own opinions because you said some of your listeners weren't exactly agreeing with uh, the ideas that were were proposed. And, you know, just getting their opinion and uh, maybe voicing it out there so that people who necessarily feel the same, like they they don't agree exactly or they do agree and they get that other perspective to listen to. Yeah, I I agree. And I think that's the whole point. I I, I stumbled across those those episodes, those topics, like I was just like, okay, there is how how does curiosity affect your relationship? Cause, you know, when I get when I meet someone, you know, I perhaps you know I do ask a lot of questions, you know, and it's not to kind of get under your skin and dig at you and expose anything. It's like if there's a vibe there, whether it's you know platonic, romantic, or professional, like if there's something in common interest, like yeah, I want to know about you. And when you kind of layer that kind of emotional side of it, mm. you know, that's kind of where I get excited, you know. Um, and so I started reading it. And like I said, it like I read it. I repurpose it, record it, and then I listen to it. And I was like, "Damn, <laughs> like that's that, magic! That's magic!" You know, you know. The thing that I did learn is that you know, like you know, most people say that like, "Oh, curiosity is a good thing," and it is. But that was what I learned is that you know, not in the romantic sense. You can curiosity can't wander, you know, can't wander unleashed in a romantic relationship. It does have to have some parameters and kind of mutual agreement boundaries because unless, unless you have those, you're ultimately going to fucking walk into a, a bees hive and then ultimately, you know, you could potentially fucking ruin a good thing, you know? Absolutely. But isn't that just not to make it too fine of a point, just the standard agreement that you have with someone when you're in a relationship, you know what you're doing. Sorry. You know if you're doing something, it's going to make the other person uncomfortable. So you have to have those restrictions on there. Otherwise, curiosity unrestricted can lead to anything. You of know, course. Swinging and like all kinds of craziness. And that's where the, you know, I'm going to make you, before you come back over, make you listen to it. It's only 45 minutes. That's a good one. That's a long one for you. Yeah, it was. So we're, we're coming or up. Or maybe maybe Al was just a really, <laughs> a really short one because yeah. it was so hard to get questions out of him. Yeah, it's like fucking pulling teeth from that guy. So we're Such coming, a fascinating we're guy. Just he's he's just too demure. I know. I, I we're going out to uh, he he's actually heading out to his folks' uh, lake house. So we're going down to Lisbon. Of course, they have a fucking lake house. I know it's beautiful, dude. And so I'm going out there on Monday. I'm going to stay out there for about a week and get some creative writing. I'm going to work on the comic book and the comic strip, et cetera, uh, some other TV shows <laughs> that I've got created noodling around and kind of just have a week of creativity with the guy. You know, I'm trying to help him get his blog up. And, I mean, again, I do. I think that guy's story is fascinating. Oh, fuck yeah. Like, it's fucking fascinating. Oh, yeah. The, my favorite part was when uh, he came over in May. Uh, originally, yeah. and he was talking about how you know the boat was stranded off the Canary Islands, and the, you know that amazing adventure, and that how they would be sailing at nighttime, pitch black sea. You know, you're in the middle of nothing, like no street lights whatsoever, like, nothing. You're in the middle of the ocean. Hello, darkness, my old friend. Like past that point, yeah. And uh, you could see the reflections of the of the boat's lights in the dolphins' eyes as they would like hoover over the the waves and stuff. It sounds incredible, right? Okay, like sign me up. I'll do it. You would you go? Would you make the transatlantic? I think I would. Really? Yeah. Three weeks on a fucking tiny little fucking boat. To get- I mean, what else I got going with for myself? I, I agree. Mean, 
like I agree. If, if um yeah like fuck it uh, if i'm not if i don't if i have a, if i don't have a house if i'm still living in tremont like let's do it all right now like i'm saying i'll do it right now <laughs> <laughs> so go, let's go back to the, the episode like the follow-up episode to love and curiosity so how, how do you think we should you know just ask hey user engagements kind of talk about the the the, the digital world and dating and like what your experience yeah no because the biggest thing let me cut you off real quick is that it's what i was getting at is that you know, the majority of any any relationship is only going to start and be successful like if you have like self appreciation for yourself and self love. So that's really you know it it might sound kumbaya, but you know research is just showing like if you don't have that self love for yourself, that ability to kind of look at yourself in the mirror and own everything, then no relationship, external relationship, is going to help you get over that. So that's kind of where it stemmed from, you know. But I, you can see with curiosity how they go hand in hand. So how do, how do we focus this on kind of like, uh, put it into a part two. I mean, I, I don't know. I do. I'm winging this show. I mean, I'm winging 12. This will be t- number 12 and I still don't know what the hell I'm doing, but I'm doing it. Having a good time doing it. Uh, no, uh, not having heard that other podcast. Well, that resonates, you know, having to have that self love and everything stemming from that. Well, okay. That's why, that's why I'm 36 and single. Like, okay, that makes a lot. Yeah, right. <laughs> Self-sabotage is a big one. I found a lot of articles about that. Uh, you know, people kind of get into relationships and then self-sabotage them. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that's me. Really? Oh, yeah. I get my own fucking way on everything. Are you spoiled? By myself? Yeah. Or or do you, do you think, like, you, you should be spoiled? Like, what, what? I don't know, understand, and per- correct myself, correct you. No, I just if there's a if there's a left and a right turn and I should have gone left, I'll go right. Just uh, not consciously. It's just uh, the coin flips always the wrong way. I don't know. Interesting. I'm, yeah. All right. Well, you were you were uh, when, when we were kind of doing the pre-show stuff. Um, you mentioned something that you had something that you wanted to kind of bring up <clears throat> during the show during the episode that you had just learned, just read. I don't know if it had anything to do with like. Oh, yeah, no, nothing whatsoever with what we've been talking about. But it's just an interesting, really, uh, uh, factoid. Um, I subscribe to a lot of, like, uh, Discovery Channel uh, YouTube stuff, or Discovery-esque YouTube channels. And uh, this afternoon, while I was doing work, I had it on the background, and they said, um, guess how much of your DNA is made up of virus? Viruses. No, No idea. Okay, um, okay. I guess how much uh, comparatively, so we're all made up of genes that we get from our parents. Mm-hmm. Um, comparatively, the amount of genes in your DNA compared to the amount of virus that's in your DNA. I'd say 50-50 maybe, just based off of you asking. 2%, 2% of our DNA is made out of our genes. 8% is made out of uh, viruses. Really? It's dramatically more. Really? Yeah, and that's why like I thought that was so fascinating. Like I just I wanted to throw that out there. Interesting. That yeah. is. Yeah. Have you done the twenty three and me? No, fuck no. I don't want to be on the database. <laughs> 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 I sound like a like a kook, but yeah, yeah. No, I know I'm Swedish Slovenian. Okay. All right. I mean, you go back far enough. Actually, I, I I selfishly I've always thought about that. It's like, well, maybe I'll buy my like one of my brothers it or like my parents, so I can like I can get that information through them, but mm-hmm. it's not me. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, Have you? I did. My Mama T got it for us uh, a couple years ago, and we did it. I haven't refreshed it. Um, you have I to keep, refresh it. Well, you can get updates because more people are taking it, you know, and so they update the database. 
You know what I'm saying? And I, I keep reading these articles. Like, like people are finding they have like long lost kids from like know, relationships from rela- the fifties. Relationships from like what twenty years ago? You know, you got kids. You know, you got people taking these DNA tests. So they're like, tests. oh, and they're in the twenty three like, have- database and shit. That's exactly why I don't want to take. Yeah, it. like I keep getting these emails. <laughs> I'm off the grid, baby. It's like, <laughs> hey, you have a new notification. You have a new new relative, and I'm like, uh, we're just gonna send that to spam. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Just send that send that email to spam. Yeah. Oh, I don't use that email address <laughs> yeah. anymore. <laughs> Absolutely, that's terrifying. It is terrifying. Fuck. Could you imagine that? Like, you get a notification that, like, that would be a good movie, a good TV show. Why do you think I moved back to the states? <laughs> <laughs> that would be a hilarious TV show. You look, um, fucking come back and, you know, all of a sudden you get an email. Hi, um, I'm your son. <laughs> I'm your daughter, whatever. Well, fuck, we've reached the point in our lives where that's kind of plausible, where they're writing, you know? It's not like, he, you know, I'm whatever. It's not a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. Um, so we're coming up on 35 minutes here. Um, what else do you want to talk about? You want to do the, uh, you're going to stick around and we can do the uh, the collection of questions uh, podcast? We can, like, record that? Or? We can sure, we can sure try. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm down. How much right. wine do we got left? Uh, this this bottle's gone, but we have another one. A we, full bottle. Oh, well, it's just math at that point. I don't yeah. want to drink all your booze. I mean, they have more of it. We can get some more tomorrow. Yeah. This is fun. Um, no, I'm glad to be a part of it. Thank you, Hickey, for having me on. Uh, stay curious. Yeah. Uh, well, wait, wait, real quick, real quick, before the the, la- the the closure to the follow-up to the part two of Valentine's Day special, Tell me the the social currency, the band. You you give me the further details oh, of this. Yeah, so I just want to let anyone know that's made it to this point of the podcast. That Stay Curious got me a phone number last weekend, help, helping a friend move, and um, as you do, you know, go out for drinks to the bars afterwards, and we bounced around for a bit. Ended up at uh, shout out to the fine establishment, the Deck in Eastlake. First time uh, visit visitor, uh, had a great time, and. You know, being there early afternoon at that point, uh, there wasn't a whole lot of other people in the bar. And uh, one of the girls sitting there noticed my bright green Stay Curious wristband that I've been wearing. God. Since Vegas. Since Vegas. Actually, no, this is actually a replacement. This actually, I think this is my third one just because of uh, one time one just break, spontaneously yeah. snapped at me while I was kayaking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, she noticed my uh, my bracelet, I think, is a nice breaker. And I offered to uh, write my phone number on it and give it to her. And after trying to figure out that you can't write on these things with a pen, it doesn't work for shit, just put it in her phone. And uh, so we have a date on Sunday. We're going, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, the driving range with the Top Golf. Top Golf. We're going to Top Golf. But uh, uh, after I already, so she invited me. Um, uh, after I already accepted it, I learned that it's a group date. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, so I uh, that's uh, a little different. I, uh, the last time I did one of these, um, it was I don't know, two years ago. Was uh, you know I worked at, before the world ended. I worked downtown, uh, matched with some girl on an on, on a dating app, and uh, it was one of those like, hey, I'm going to the the Monsters game tonight. You want to go? Like, yeah, okay, like that's fun. Like. It, I'm downtown for work. We'll just we'll meet up and go to the bar, go to the game, go to the bar, find out that her pictures were probably five years old and that she was with like eight of her friends. 
<laughs> so like my track record for group days isn't doing so well aye, aye, aye. but fuck it like i mean i stuck with it for a little bit um to find out yeah, yeah i was not into that girl this one seems nice uh, all right uh so uh, i guess i'll report back to you on sunday how it goes yeah we'll have to have you on uh for for day uh part due for the love and curiosity follow-up not just uh you know, kind of talking about curiosity and how the date goes, but living it firsthand. I mean, you're you're digitally dating. You're on the market. You're on the prowl. And uh, it'll be fun to have you coming back giving commentary in addition to uh, reading, hopefully, at least one or two people email and share their stories. I hope so. Like that's the exciting part. I want to hear yeah. what else, I want to hear what other shit people are going through. Like, and, 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 I, and I feel like an asshole saying this, but it's like I just want to know like what other people are experiencing. It's just simple. Love and curiosity. Like whatever your curiosity is. There it doesn't go. have to be, you know, scholastic academic achievements. And I'm not trying to say, you know, education and knowledge and intelligence is better. It's like if you're asking questions with each other, that's the essence of a, a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. If you're asking questions, you know, that that's it. You kind of collect questions with each other, save them for later, um, and just kind of find out more, kind of like dig in a healthy, healthy way, you know, about each other. And I think that's where you kind of found where typically you find the the profound, you know, kind of mature, mature relationships. But again, I, I don't know. I'm not a licensed trained therapist. So, uh, you know, this this could all be fucking delusions of grandeur for me right now i don't know I'm yeah slipping. i really want to hear other people's horror stories i do day. too like, i do too uh seabert uh shout out had the best analogy ever uh dating in your 30s is like going to the car- used car dealership it's you you don't want what's out there <laughs> <laughs> well we'll have to get creative with the analogies out there but again ladies and gentlemen if you if you do get uh, a chance to listen to this and you've made it this far thank you uh and please if you have not already listened to episode 11 love and curiosity get uh contact us staycurious.org um at staycuriousorg on on instagram send us your stories we'll read them we'll share them uh we'll try to incorporate them into the show and again, we're just trying to have fun right now. Give uh, the listeners like an everyday grassroots, gritty podcast versus these professional, polished ones that everyone's uh, kind of clamoring to, which is great. And, you know, aspirational wise, we hope to get there. But, uh, you know, again, thank you for listening. And again, episode 11, Love and Curiosity. Uh, that's, that's, the, that's the February Valentine's Day special. Hopefully we get that traction. But uh, in the meantime, thank you for listening. Big up to, again to Mr. Gnome for that introduce, the introductory music. Chris Swanson, thank you. Thanks for having me. This has been fun. And just, uh, just to kind of clarify, you are not, because I've seen you with a mustache, you are not Ron Swanson's illegitimate child. Wow, that's how you're going to end this. Yeah, yeah. yeah they want one. Are you gonna Are you gonna grow the mustache back? Nah. Come on, that was so creepy. I. That's yeah. <laughs> Did you ever see the mustache picture that I had when I when I took my road trip? Like no, I had you'll have to, no, you'll have oh to share that. Oh my god! That's uh, a, I, I just know the picture that you sent me the other day, where it looks like my head is is an infant sized head on a <laughs> yes, on a grown adult body when I had my mustache. Yeah, no, not feeling it. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, thank you, Chris. Uh, we will. You'll probably hear Chris here shortly on episode thirteen or fourteen. Uh, we're going to have a little audio book experience and, uh, talk about collecting questions and, uh, how those are better than keeping and holding on to answers. So stay tuned for that one. And again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. Um, we are a work in progress and, uh, I appreciate any and all feedback for those that are again, getting to this far. Uh, my name is Hakey. This is staycurious.org. 
And you can find everything that you need to contact us at the website. That's www.staycurious.org. And if you if you Google it, make sure you're Googling it as one word. Stay curious. Like Livestrong, you know. Livestrong's out there trying to, you know, cure cancer. We're trying to cure boredom and, and, and inspire you to, uh, you know, go out and start some curious conversations and find the other curious folks out there. So, you know. It is what it is. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you very, very soon. Later.